everyone. Welcome to episode 150 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. That was a pleasant introduction. Thank you. That was very nice. And I'm Paul Robinson. And 150, that's a lot. It's almost as many years as I've been alive. 150 years? Mm-hmm. Mm, that is a long time. I hope we live to be 150. Although those last 20 are probably going to be rough. Yeah? Yeah. Um, someday people will live to be 150. I don't know, man. Because, you know, people were dying off at like 30 at some point in time, you know, and then. Yeah, but no, we're too reckless because people were dying of like disease and like bacterial infections that are easy to avoid now. But now we but have think like. In a hundred years, how easy the stuff we like cancer. Yeah, but that's not what's doing it. Yeah. Welcome to the uh, <laughs> podcast of. I don't know what. We we life. decided to amp up our medical capabilities, and then mm-hmm. we decided to uh, uh, engorge our frames with, like, hydrogenated oils, sugar, sure. GMO, and red dye 40. Yeah. So but eventually... Those things will never go away. Yeah, so but eventually we'll, they'll find us. a way to make that stuff not kill us. No? I've right. got nothing for that one. We shall see. I'll, 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 I will place a gentleman's wager with you. And how the hell is that going to... If by the time we die, which hopefully is like around 80 or 90... Um, by the time we die? Yeah. Okay, if, keep going. Because clearly that it hasn't if, hit you yet. If, do you think... I don't know. Do you think cancer will be cured by the time we die? No. No. By the time we die? Yeah. Will it be cured by the time we die? Yeah. We die. Are you listening to this? Yeah, by like, in say 40 years. It is just... It's flying over your head at warp speed, sir. Well, it's not like if we would die of cancer. I'm just saying if... If in 40, if we'll have a cure in 40 years is basically what I'm asking. Why would we have a cure in 40 years? You know how long cancer has been around? Yeah, a long time, but yeah, who knows? I'm just curious if you think that, that's all. I'm positive that won't happen. That won't happen. Okay. Just curious. You've answered the I'm, question. I'm especially positive that I won't know that we cured cancer when I die. No, by the time we die. That's what I meant. Obviously, we're not going to know if we're dead. <laughs> but, Duh. but by the time we die, yeah. like, it doesn't... That like on our deathbeds, we'll be like, yes, they solved Yeah, cancer. but I, I didn't get the memo of when I'm dying, so you, I can't say well, by we the have time to, I die. Well, we have to, uh, you know, in, in this scenario, we have to assume we've, you know, we're not getting hit by a car tomorrow or something, you know. It's like three minutes of the show already. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone into this conversation. It's a, good, it's a good conversation. I think people need to know where we stand on this. When you die, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. Some people are like, I'm going to I die before this episode's over if you keep <laughs> talking like that. <laughs> Welcome to our relationship slash marriage. Yep. God bless you for dealing with that. Business partnership. Yeah. What's my, you got fleas or something? No, I just had a little itch on my ankle. No big deal. Good. It's very red for a little itch. Yeah, it's well. like you've been going to town on that. Well, I mowed the lawn in shorts too, which is never a smart idea. <laughs> There's a sight. Um, yeah. Look, we're going to just talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. We know? watch some things. We watch some things. Yeah, and, we do. Uh, we're like, let's talk about this before it's completely. And if you want us to talk about your film, send it to us. Yeah, we do that later. Okay. So <laughs> there's a schematic that you have to follow. Yeah. There's a science to it. But who lasts until the end? Do you think people actually listen all the way to the end? That's what she said. Um. So okay. So we watched some shows, mm-hmm. film, big sci-fi week. Yeah. M- most. Most triumphantly for space, mm-hmm. uh, for better or for worse. Um, but yeah, definitely, it's been a, it's, it was a sci-fi week, and so we, uh, as you know, if you are a returning guest listener person, 
type listener, mm-hmm. uh, then you know we don't uh, we don't like doing episode per episode. It, you know, we just kind of like getting the whole thing out of the way and then just talking about what we thought about it as a whole. So that's uh, what we've done. Uh-huh. So we've stuck to our guns. Yeah. And so um, we started watching um, a show on, I think it's Apple. Yeah. Or is that HBO? No, it's Apple, Apple. right? Um, so we started watching a show on Apple. And uh, I wasn't sure, like, as per usual, mm-hmm. I see Joel Kinnaman and I'm like, I'm in. Mm-hmm. This could be a shit show. You're Joel in, I'm in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I'm invested. I may not leave this feeling very satiated, but I'm in because mm-hmm. it's Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. So uh, this has, uh, there were, it, again, with series, there's always several directors. Uh, very rarely do they just stick with one director. And I never, like, I understand it, but I don't understand why it's so popular mm. and why, like, are directors just not willing like, listen, I'll give you three weeks of my life and that's it. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> like, it's a lot of work to do an episode. That's the Yeah, main I know, but, they... but I'm saying, like, if someone was like, uh, you know, I want you to direct this entire season, I'd be like, okay, cool, let's do that. Especially if it's, like, this kind of cast. Be like, oh, well, no, because generally, my understanding, and I could be wrong, is generally, like, when one episode is being filmed, the next episode is being prepped with the other director. I don't like that. Huh. I mean, maybe not so much anymore. Um, you know, you can kind of, you know, the the... The amount of content. You have to have, all the actors have to be available, so you can't be filming an episode, you can't overlap episodes. No, but you're talking about production and location and all that crap, they, you know what I mean? And director ain't got shit to do with that. That's Those are the producers sure and all do. those people's jobs. You you're, know. As the director, you show up. Yeah. All right? These people have, they got money. We got budgets here. Yeah. Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier was all one person. I like that. And not that it doesn't work. I just wonder why more people are just, if it's it's just just a time time thing thing and it's like, I don't want to work on this for nine months straight. Um, I don't know. Uh, Okay. So, yeah. So um, several directors, uh, Mira, I want to say it's Menon. Uh, By Menon. I knew you were going to do it. This episode is by Menon. Did four episodes. uh, Sergio... Gazan, I believe it is, did four episodes, and there were a couple people that did like two here and there. I'm sorry, I just can't go through everybody. It's going to take a year and a day. Mm. Um, and then you had a story by Ronald D. Moore, uh, which was also created by Ben Nadivi. Nadivi, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Mm. Uh, so they were the main creators, and then uh, uh, of course, starring Joel. Did I say the name of it for All Mankind? I said that. Right? Yeah, you did. Um, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Michael Dorman, Gordo. Gordo. Uh, Sarah Jones, uh, Chantel Van Santen, is that how you say her name? You should know. Chantel Van Sant, I think. Is it so why is there an N at the end? Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, Jody Balfour, Ren Schmidt, Chris Marshall, Sonia uh, Walger, I think it is, or Walger. Um, it, it's, a, a, it's a big cast, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people, and not just like, you know, people showing up for five seconds. They kind of like uh, sort of give, they sort of gave everybody... A decent amount of time, considering yeah. how many people there were. It's hard to do that because it's usually yeah. like, well, it's just too many characters. But they were able to kind of work that out. Um, it's so weird to see Ren Schmidt like outside of that horrid bob. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd almost <laughs> not recognize her because, yeah. you know, it's just like that haircut just was atrocious in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this... It takes place, I believe, in the 60s. Do we start in the 60s? No, start in the 70s, and the second season was the 80s. Okay. I thought it was the late 60s when it started. might have been, but um, it was definitely the 70s and the 80s. Next season will be the 90s. Yeah, it it could. very well was probably the 70s, but 
you know. But having said that, um, I am grateful and appreciative of the fact that I couldn't quite tell because that's often how these things should be when they're period pieces. It shouldn't be distinctively 70s because anything early 70s should still look late 60s, mid 60s. Well, plus the show had a, a uh, an extra layer of... It's tough because this show kind of goes places that, you know, some of this stuff didn't exist in the 80s, and we'll get into why. Um, so that kind of helped, you know, that kind of, I think, helped kind of meld the time period. Okay. You know? Sure. Um, so the first episode in, you might be tempted to back out. It's quite slow mm. and very long, if I recall. And so I remember feeling like, this feels like a movie at this point. I don't know why the pacing for it, if the timing wasn't actually long, then the pacing for it or something was was definitely, um, definitely felt long. Mm. And so I remember kind of being like, all right, I don't know. I mean, it was probably just the pacing because we did, we were just getting introduced to everybody. I think that yeah. it was probably the same length as well. They were about an hour. Um, and I don't know why, like the first episode, I was just kind of like, Hmm. And it wasn't for any particular reason. Mm -hmm. I just don't know why. I don't know if maybe I wasn't in the mood for this type of show at that moment. Yeah. And so then I was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep going right now. Then I think we did the second episode. I think we did the first two episodes in a night. And then after the second episode, I was like, oh, okay, wait, hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. I, see, I see where you're going here. Yeah. And, um, but it, there was like a brief moment where I, I don't know why I was starting to slip on it and then, um, picked back up and, and then like you started getting all of this character development and story development and, uh, the pacing started to pick up. Yeah. Yep. yep. So this is That's like, true. they did like, um, I think if I remember that I read this correctly, if I'm remembering this right, that they sort of did like deep fakes on a lot of the... Um, footage, the older footage, oh, to the, like the actual into it. footage, yeah. and they did deep fakes of like um, Nixon and mm -hmm. or whoever the hell was there at the time, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so um, the the uh, the the uh, wardrobe was really good, the uh, set design was really good. Um, there is always the question of like space movies. There's always the question of like gravity and how these weird things seem to work only in film a certain way yeah. that wouldn't actually work but it's like whatever i get it um and so it, this was for all mankind was i believe a film in the 70s i want to say it was the 70s mm. i think ish right um i think it was a movie or a show or something i know this was of, it, by the exact same name right and uh so this is like you know you're following nasa and our trips to areas of the solar system that we have no business being in, <laughs> but for some reason feel the need yeah. to uh, not only visit, but claim, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So basically the idea of the show is that what it's basically saying, like, what would happen if A, Russia beat us to the moon and B, what if we didn't stop going to the moon? Mm. Um, and and what's what's so great about the show to me is is how they would how they carried that vision out right and so it's basically like all right so let's say that we would we we kept going to the moon every 
few months, we send someone to the moon to research stuff and find this and find that. And, you know, with the ultimate goal of like maybe getting to Mars and then maybe getting out further and further. And the follow through of that, of, of trying to figure out what would actually happen mm. and how, like, because you, you got to think there's going to be all of these problems that we're going to have to solve in terms of communication and technology and, and all this stuff that we're, we would have to solve. And by solving those issues, then those that those kind of aspects of, of technology would then creep into society much sooner. So an example is uh, the fact that cell phones are introduced a lot sooner. But in the, in the show, wait, I'm just confused, because you said if the Russians hadn't beat us, but they did beat us in the show even. Yeah, I don't think they did in real life. Yeah, they did. They beat us to the moon? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, I thought it was Neil Armstrong, that whole thing. I thought he was the first. Didn't the Russians make it in like the late 50s, so. early 60s, and know. then we did the late 60s? Sounds like something that could easily be Googled, but I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> but like, so, but anyway, the idea is that even if, regardless of that fact, if the... the okay, sorry, the Soviet Union had the first human-made object to touch the moon. Okay. I knew they did something first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. But the idea is that, you know, uh, uh, like cell phones are introduced sooner because we have to solve this problem of communicating with people on the mm -hmm. moon because they're going there so often and on the way there. So they have to solve that technology problem and then that becomes cell phones. And so that sort of stuff, which is which was so meticulously thought out, mm -hmm. was um, I thought, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, well, now we should have flying car. You know what I mean? They They took a really realistic, in my opinion, a really realistic viewpoint of that. And I thought that was really cool. They they had, um, there's one scene where there's like, somebody has an electric car a lot sooner than they were invented, I believe, or at least mainstream. Um, and so I, I love that aspect of it all. And um, and that continues into the second season in the 80s and stuff. But yeah. the for me, it's all about the character development. There's, um, the, the, the characters are so amazing. And, and every... Every season is a new decade. Yeah. One of our big, bigger kind of, I don't want to say issues, but one of the things that kind of threw us off a bit was <laughs> that when you got to the second, when we got to the second season, we didn't know. So the first season's, you know, ends you on a cliffhanger, like right then and there. And then so you're jumping yeah. in 10 minutes later, so it's like, or 10 years later, and you're like, whoa, 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 what about, where's this? And, and you know, they, they do address all of that eventually, but it was kind of jarring because we didn't know. Um but yeah, I mean, the, the character development well, was amazing. Yeah. The acting is the, spot on. So yeah, so I mean, again, there's going to be spoilers, obviously, mm -hmm. if you haven't uh, watched. You should know by now. <laughs> yeah. If you follow us, then you should. If you if you see us reviewing something you're interested in, come back to it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, so spoiler. And this was something that I wound up going online because I was so completely confused by where the second child came from. I was not alone. Mm -hmm. There were others as well that were like, hold the line. What, where yeah. did this girl come from? And she's like grown. So this happened a while ago. Yeah. And like, how the hell did we get here? And so, um, yeah, so I, I think it's, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing since, since it's a, it's a, a, their own take on it. I know that like the moon landing was the late sixties or towards the end of the sixties. Yeah. So I'm assuming that, I don't know when there is a, a small time jump in season one. Um, yeah, I, I'm going by clothing. That's how I, that's yeah. how, I, when I see like certain outfits, I'm like, that's, we're not in the seventies quite yet, but maybe in this world it is, who the hell knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they leave you with this cliffhanger where you're like, oh, they're not really going to do that, are they? And then they do. And then you come into season two and all of a sudden 
the main couple has like this whole ass kid that came from yeah. somewhere and you're like yeah where did, adopted a, where did a kid this and... kid come from like yeah. all of a sudden but in like in the storyline i don't yeah. mean like where did she actually come from because clearly she's a, of a different race but it was just like how do we have a, like yeah. <laughs> there was no mention of this and it, it didn't ease into it at all it was just like oh their life with this new kid yeah. who's like 15 so you're like Whoa. um so yeah, so but that that's was, what would happen, right? You know, if we that was the only thing that was just kind of like a jarring. little bit, yeah. Like, okay, so um, I shouldn't say that because, well, yeah, that was a little bit like annoying, I guess, but nothing too bad. I have one major issue, yeah, with this show. One major issue here, and what is it? It's I. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take issue with whoever was. The first one, whether it was the creator, first creator, or second creator, I don't know, uh, that decided to uh, sort of uh, combine two characters uh, in a in a less than wholesome manner. I didn't appreciate it. And not just because it goes against Joel Kinnaman, which is sinful in any way, any scenario. Oh, the storyline with the wife, yeah. You know, it's Joel Kinnaman. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. But... Um, I just particularly didn't Chantel was it was her name Chantel Chantel her character Chantel V I didn't I didn't appreciate that whatsoever yeah and before before people start jumping down my throat about what about fucking Gordo Gordo had relations with grown ass women yeah my issue is not with Look, man, the extramarital we'll Gordo, but, yeah. affairs because we're adults. Yeah. This shit happens to people and they get past it or they don't, whatever, that's their business. Um, but I just didn't like the choice yeah. of characters for that because there was like a tone that was getting set. And I was like, don't you dare. Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was, it was, yeah, it was the foreshadowing. foreshadowing on that was. And it, and to me, kind of it didn't. In the face. I don't think it added anything. No. You know, being the 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 character being the age that he was, it didn't seem to add anything to what she was going through. I mean, you 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 get the point. You know, the the point of it being who it was didn't didn't add. It only just took away because it seemed that was it seemed forced to me. Well, just the, for the sake of it, the the you know the shock factor of value of the it. The whole point of that arc was supposed to be that she had reached this new sort of pinnacle in her life yeah. or whatever you know so she her and and kinnaman's character are growing apart yeah. um one could say that they were never really combined as a couple because of what he does for a living mm -hmm. and there's so there's been this this sort of disjoint disjointed disconnect between them even though they loved each other or whatever so it's like all of that's understandable like you've been holding your own he goes away yeah. you do your thing like yeah Fine. There was a perfectly good adult realtor yeah. that you could have done this with. Yeah. <laughs> you did not. So, Better so, looking than the kid. That's and for and, sure. here, and here's the thing is that it wasn't so much. Uh, well, it was. I mean, because I like to think of things as flipping. Mm. If, if you turn those tables, it's like, oh, what a creep, right? If she were Gordo and Gordo was having an affair with their daughter. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's no coming back for that for Gordo. I don't think that he would have been able they never, to. They never would have written that. No, they would ne never would have written that because it, that would be unacceptable and creepy. Yet mm -hmm. for some reason, it was acceptable for a female character to do that. And I'm like, no, that's still disgusting and creepy. And it, and more so than the age, because he is of age, I believe. Let's just yeah, like yeah. say, I think he's like literally 18 or yeah. something like that or 19 years old. But what really just sort of stuck in my side was the in fact crawl, that yeah will. yeah exactly was that she fucking raised this child so i'm yeah. like you're hitting like this it actually would have been slightly less creepy if it was gordo and the daughter if they had adopted her later because i'd be like well he didn't watch her grow up or something but yeah. it's like she literally had this child in her home mm -hmm. because when um gordo and um oh god sarah jones character yeah why can i not remember her name now these people's names and then it, it, it just completely escapes me yeah um, tracy tracy yes um like when tracy was off doing her thing and gordo was having a nervous breakdown or whatever the fuck yeah. it was he was doing that kid was living with them in 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 a sense so it's like this is quite literally like you're sleeping with a a, a child yeah. of your own it just was like, like a, no like a, like a nephew or yeah something. like like no this you went too far with it so that was a big big like magoo for me it's such a good fucking show yeah and i would actually i have to say that 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 character that choice for that character really knocked it down a bit for me like because it was just so blatant and yeah. unnecessary it was like that's just so unnecessary and it's just it's it's hypocritical because we don't you know we will condemn men for doing this mm -hmm. but then we'll write a female character and for some reason it's empowering that's, like that's the thing what? is is you know, unless their goal is to make you hate this character, but it doesn't seem like that's the goal. Right. You know what I mean? She's not like some, she's not like Gordo in season one. You know what I mean? She's she's just going through this thing and she's, I mean, this stuff does happen in real life and I get it, but, you know, you're 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 kind of tarnishing this character now for a lot of I people. I don't like that character. Yeah. I, 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 like the second that happened, I was like, I can't stand There's this no character. There's no that, coming yeah. back for me. And I didn't like Gordo either because of what he did. Let me tell you something about Gordo, all right? <laughs> Gordo... Gordo. Gordo. It took me a long time to forgive Gordo, <laughs> you know? Um, but he's one of the few characters in the TV show that I've come full circle on. And yeah. season one, I was like, fucking hate this guy. Don't <laughs> like him. Great, You know, he's a great actor and that's all that stuff. Character, but this character, yeah. just don't. Nope. He's a piece of shit. You need to leave him. And you know, um, and, and well, it, someone it, might know, say and, that that you you wouldn't you wouldn't kick Tracy out of bed for spilling crumbs. So it was it. it it's stuck in your craw a little bit more even. Sure, sure. It's fair. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who does that to Tracy? You know what I mean? I mean? Come on. But point is, is that like this was probably one of the best redemption stories. Yeah. Um, on TV that I've seen because I, look, Tracy I, I, I genuinely. Right? She was like, fuck it, I'm out. And yeah. she did her thing. Yep. So it's not like and, she and was And it's a not because it was like, well, you know, it's to see somebody actually change and change organically, you know, yeah, like. Yeah. The, the time jump obviously helped. Um, we'll get into the time jump, too, because I have some issues with that. But, uh, you know, seeing, like, an actual redemption, and you know, based on his actions, not just what he says, that he is genuinely sorry for who he was. Yes. You know, and so... He did such a good job. With that he character. was amazing. Like, because when he was an asshole, I hated him. And then when he kind of turned the corner and started becoming more of a, a good person, you're rooting for him. Yeah. And it's that's really, that's great writing, great acting. It's yeah. it, it was amazing. I couldn't believe that I was actually, like, rooting for Tracy 
to like give him a chance. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah. yeah. When she would, you know, like in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, good. Fuck you, Gordo. Like, that's what you get. She's yep. moving on with some, you know, richy rich guy yeah. and she's got all this oh, popularity now. Oh, what are you having now? some troubles in the space station there by yourself? <laughs> oh, woe is you. Woe is you. shit. And then I found myself being like, why is she dismissing him so much? Yeah. <laughs> like, he is trying. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that rarely happens. So that was, that was, that, that's just what annoys me. Cause it's not that, it's not that it was bad writing. The writing was great. And that's what annoyed me about that choice. Cause it was yeah. like, this was so unnecessary and what happened? Like mm-hmm. why? Um, I just, I don't, I don't like the double standard that it's more that it's yeah, just the yeah. double standard of like, you wouldn't do that to a male character because they wouldn't be redeemable. And I'm sorry, but that's not redeemable for me as a female character. I just don't fucking like her. And then major spoiler when everything when when the shit hits the fan at the end and you're like and they die not even knowing who this bitch was and what she did yeah you know it's like maybe it's for the best (laughs) maybe it's for the best that they died of 75 years worth of radiation in three seconds because wow i did not like Um, that part also yes um i didn't expect to burst into tears the way that i did i thought Surely they're not going to do this. Well, the thing for me I was, was like, like no. I, I mean, get, it's Gordo and Tracy. Like, yeah, this yeah. isn't happening right now. I get the, you know, they, 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 they made it back, and you're like, okay, good. And then you see, oh wow. But I don't know. There was just something about the way that it was filmed that I feel like there oh, could have been. Oh, you didn't like that? No. Well, I just there was something about the way it was filmed that was like it just seemed so quick. It was rushed. In that, like, you know. It's not like they they wrote them they wrote them off the show and then all of a sudden they have to figure it out you know they obviously knew this was coming and I don't know that it was just something about maybe the way it was edited or whatever that it just felt so awkward it's just this huge moment and and that last moment I guess it's just seeing that moment of them because you you feel so you feel so separated from that moment because you don't you're not you're not in their heads. You're not seeing what they're going through. I mean, that moment when they're running back to get back in was just like heartbreaking. But to to see what happens when they get back in there, do you? Know, and maybe that's something that they'll flash to in season three. I don't know. But that I, moment, I I would have. I was just like, and and it goes into the writing. But I was just <laughs> dying to see that moment in there. See, I loved that they did it that yeah, way. Yeah, I know. And I'll tell I, you I why. Get I, and I get. But I'll tell you why. Because first of all. I mean, I'm not saying sh- that we have to see them die. No, no, it's no just I know, that moment, I know. Yeah. It, it's a show, so you know we're, we're we're taking liberties here. But realistically, yeah, all right. There, there's there's not weeks on end. They were exposed to some yeah, yeah. pretty serious rays here. There's no that way. was it. That yeah. was it. You know, and they and they they were they were doing this for all mankind. Yeah. Um, and so that moment of them coming back, like, well, not all mankind, but just the people on the base. Yeah, I guess. Um, but initially, I was like, when she says she's going with him, I was just like, well, they're not going to take them both out. Like, because at first, yeah. when Gordo was going, I'm like, oh, they might take Gordo out. Yeah. Oh, no. And then Tracy's going to have to live the rest of her life never knowing what could have been. Yeah. And then when she went with him, I'm like, oh, they're not. They're not going to take them both out, or one of them is going to yeah. survive. Obviously, like one will sacrifice themselves for the other, yeah. sort of thing. And yeah. so I thought he was going to tell her to go. When he like fell down, I'm like, I thought he was going to be like, just fucking go. Well, like, neither of them would have left the other person. Yeah, but yeah. I, I thought maybe she would, you know, I don't know, his head would start exploding. So <laughs> she'd be like, yeah. well, and, and leave or, you know, I don't know. Um, So, you know, they had this moment. And I think that if 
what made it so impactful was that we had no idea what happened. So if we had seen that, if we had seen what happened to them when they came back, we would have been like, they're dead. Yeah. But they left you hanging just like everyone else on the ship who had no idea yeah, yeah, that yeah. they were in this in this condition. Um, so when they opened that hatch, you're like, oh, my God, they di- they just died together. Yeah. And so I, I think, really liked I think, that. Yeah. I th- but I think seeing that just seeing I mean, that I didn't Im- like it. <laughs> seeing that immediate moment like of them getting back in and being all fucked up and then cutting away. But seeing the moment of them accomplishing the mission, coming together. And then we cut away and think, oh, maybe they survived. And then we cut back and, yeah. and they didn't survive. I could see that. I could I, I could have maybe stood for like a, a a deep stare in the eyes when they got yeah. back into the hatch. Something but... like that. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> That's all I'm asking for. But I really did like, I liked the way they ended. I, I mean, I didn't like it. I was bawling, but um, I just thought it was, it was, it was a ballsy move because they were, like I'm just interested to see where they go because for me Tracy to me was a bigger character than Kinnaman's yeah. wife. You know, both I'm of, like I feel like both of them were. Yeah, honestly. Gordo and Tracy were like kind of they kind of became the stars of it in mm-hmm. in that in, in towards the end. So no it was safe. just like yeah, it was very Game of Thrones. I was just yeah. like wow, we took out Gordo and Tracy, and then it's like well, God, they went out together. Yeah. <sighs> My mm-hmm. heart. Who will take care of the kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know what's who knows what's taking care of the kid. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> highly, highly recommend that show. It's great. I'm so interested to see where they go with season three. I really hope they drop that that uh, you know what? affair. Well, I don't just, know. yeah, it'll be you know ten just years. We'll have lapped, let that so, go, please. Roughly. So I just we'll don't, I don't want to. We'll see what happens. You know why I also didn't think that they'd get rid of Gordo and Tracy because you know you had the other character that. Um, was like now losing her sight. So you're like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. they're definitely going to die from cancer, but they'll make it back to Earth. You know, yeah, like I yeah. thought they would at least make it back to Earth to die together. So it was just like, whoa, okay, well, that's that's what happens when you run out onto the surface of the moon without a suit on. Yeah. And there's that. So, um, yeah, so really great show. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we've ruined the entire thing for you. Uh, so hopefully you, you heeded our warning. Yeah, so the, the the there are some small things that annoyed me, but definitely did not deter from the show. But the aging thing, some like sometimes I feel like okay, yeah, they aged them up ten years, and then other times you look at Tracy, it's like she hasn't aged a day. Yeah, you know? or, and I get people or the one with that. the bob that. It... Yeah, and then some some so I feel like some scenes with Kinnaman, he had like more gray in his hair than others, and he looked yeah. older in other scenes, and sometimes not. Yeah, same, little... same with uh, uh, his his the, the, the wife. Yeah, she looked exactly the same. Looked exactly the same, but then every every now and then you'd catch some gray in her hair, and it's like, where that was that always there? Like so, I feel a like inconsistent. that. Yeah, I feel like that was was a little inconsistent. Look, they have but... to their budget has to go to the space stuff. All right, there's yeah. a lot of green screen stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they no get done here. Yeah, and and all that stuff looks great. And then and then what you had kind of hit on with the gravity because. The minute they're outside of the the moon base, they're mm-hmm. floating around like crazy, and then they yeah. get in there, and it's it's it, they dealt with it sometimes, but but nine times out of ten, the people are just like walking around like normal, and it's like, do we have like fake gravity in here or something? Yeah, Did they I miss? pump gravity into the spaceships. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Jeez. So, so I don't know that that would have that was kind of weird to me. Yeah, but, but you know what? They're they're not the only ones that are guilty of that. So a lot of oh, people dude, do that. Yeah. I think everybody does that actually. Yeah. You know, mostly. Um, okay, so so. We're gonna we're hinging still on the on the space kick. Yeah. We're just we're just fucking going to space. Um, so stowaway. Stowaway. Yep. I actually had no idea this movie existed. Yeah. Normally, I am on top of things, and you have no idea of mm-hmm. things that exist. But I this and I am when we did our you know 
actors that uh, actors and actresses that we most adore and love. Tony Collette was in there for me. Yeah. She's what she is like. Tony Collette is the fucking goat. She's great. Yeah. At one of the goats. And uh, I love her. So I usually watch anything that she's in. I had no idea. No idea. No idea this was even happening. They, they let her not have to have an American accent. Yeah, and you know, people were complaining about that on Letterboxd. They were like, what's with the stupid accent? I'm like, <laughs> she's Australian. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, that is her accent, yeah. but she always plays Man, an American. Man, could she not do that accent well? <laughs> like, she plays an American so often, I yeah. guess, that it throws people off. Um, so this is a tough one. And if you have read blogs and forums and yeah. things and comments and... Um, if you've been on Letterboxd, there's a lot of the same complaints about this this movie. Um, so here's what I'm going to start with what I enjoy. I enjoy a writer director as we know. So Joe Penna uh, was a writer and director for mm -hmm. this. And I think that's awesome. Like I, I love seeing that vision sort of come full circle. And so I do enjoy these types of films. Did when he write the original screenplay or did he adapt it? Um, well, he, I thought the script was, was written before he did this first movie. It was written by, but oh, okay. yeah. Uh, so, so maybe it was just something he wrote. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So there's four actors in this, mm -hmm. uh, which I also really enjoy when you have a small cast because yeah. it's, you could just well, kind of focus. Movie, yeah, so. but you can focus on people, yeah. and you know, I, I do enjoy that. That like Gravity. Yeah. You know, films like that where you don't have a whole bunch of people in it. You just kind of have to focus on uh the, the few that you have so anna kendrick uh daniel day kim i think it's shamir anderson mm -hmm. and obviously tony collette oh, i don't know this, where to start this here. movie was was i don't know where to start there's so much i like about it and there's so much that kind of frustrated me a little bit about it first of all it's a space movie love that all right yeah. i love like this type of moon yeah, yeah you know the and anything that's like closed quarter you know one of my my first female heroines was was Ripley. So mm -hmm. it's like I, I loved Alien and Aliens and, and even Alien 3, which I know is blasphemous for people. They, mm -hmm. they hated that movie, and I still loved that movie. I thought it was great. Um, so I always loved this type of spacecraft, close quarter type thing. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to me. And so I was excited for that. Um, I was excited for Tony Collette. Yeah. Um, the uh, – was it – Shamir's character. Uh -huh. I've never seen him before, so yeah. I'm you know I'm not gonna lie and be like, oh my god, so great. I've never. I mean, he was good, obviously, yeah, but yeah. like I just I'd never heard of him, and um, I don't know Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. It, it, it's like she's always the pitch perfect girl yeah. for me. It's like when I see her and stuff, I'm like, she has this very like almost cartoony kind of voice that for some reason I cannot take her seriously. Mm. I don't know if it's the combination of the fact that she's like three feet tall and a size zero with like yeah. this high pitched little kid's so voice. Very young too. Yeah. That it's like it's like when I see her playing an adult, I'm like, yeah. "What are you kidding me?" Yeah. <laughs> and it's you know it sounds terrible, but it that's just where my brain goes. I'm like automatically uh, yeah. like on the defense well, where I'm like, "I don't believe that stereotype. this." I don't believe this. Yeah. You know? I don't have a problem with her um, that way. I I I feel like I don't know if I should get into the stuff I liked or the stuff. <laughs> I didn't know much about the film going in. I saw like half a trailer. It was one of those things where I was like, I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I'm not even going to bother with the right. trailer. But I kind of started. And I went into this film assuming that it was more of a thriller mm -hmm. than a straight drama. So I'm like, in my head, I'm 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 paying attention to clues and like, where's the where's the reveal and the the twist and all this sort of stuff. And I appreciate, actually, ironically, appreciate the fact that there wasn't one and that the movie played out the way it did. 
But um, there's just so many unanswered questions for me that I was like, wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what? wait, what? Like, mm. you know, that. so that was my, you know, from a, from a, from a cinematography standpoint, an acting standpoint, directing, editing, all that stuff, per- great, perfect, loved it. But again, but I will say it felt the, like a Netflix movie. Yeah. Well, Always. Well, not visually for me, not this one. I felt like it. Yeah. yeah. For me, it, it felt, for a, me. I guess because of the, you know, the close quarters and you don't see a lot of that stuff in there. But for me, it was like, there's so many things like, wait, there's not a backup of one of the, you know what I mean? And <laughs> Listen, I- Listen, I got a list to go down when you're done. Oh. All right, so this is probably on your list, whatever. But I didn't know this, and apparently this is not their first trip to Mars. Right. And I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. if there was a line of dialogue I missed or something, whatever, I had no clue that like this that this was her third time going to Mars. Yeah. And I didn't know that. And and I guess they're trying. I must have missed it. They're trying it's on my phone to. Or something. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to justify some of the decisions they made by. Um, sort of insinuating that this space, because this is this is not NASA. It's like yeah. bargain brand NASA. All right, it's the store brand space station, and that apparently they insinuated that they're sort of known for cutting corners, and mm-hmm. so we're and, and that was so vague, right? So vague that you could have completely missed that. Because you gotta think, that. like you know, when the um, life support thing malfunctioned, that like, um, how is there no backup? This, yeah, like, okay. Are you, are you yeah. kidding me? So plus the fact of like. You would over you would overpack essentially, you know, with your food and your oxygen. Well, it, yeah, yes, yes, and no. And I'm I'm saying this like I work at fucking NASA, but I to, don't. I'm saying my, you do. To my understanding, right? There's redundancies. Come on. <laughs> to my understanding, these types of uh, missions, if if you will, are planned down to the ounce. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 how a shuttle effectively takes off is all depending on weight mm-hmm. right everything goes yeah, by weight you have pound, to have it you know? down to the pound like yeah. you cannot so the fact that there was a whole ass 200 pound person <laughs> yeah throwing the well, weight off maybe of 180 this, it's not that big 200 pound person <laughs> throwing off weight this wasn't like oh somebody snuck on a snickers bar yeah you know we're talking about significant weight that is unaccounted for Nobody at any point during takeoff is well, like, oh, was, things are off a bit. Or, there was you know, a line of dialogue in there where when they took off, it was like yes. bumpy. And then they had referenced that later on when they're like, oh, that's why it was bumpy in the takeoff. But, yeah, I don't I don't feel like. There's no fucking way. I just like, don't see how this would happen. You cannot tell me. Like, as as janky as they want us to believe this space station is, okay, mm-hmm. there's no way that uh, uh, that equipment of that caliber it just haphazardly, just kind of like, oh, yeah. just fucking. Nobody's just looking shoot for this off, guy. Just, sh- just shoot it off into the air. We don't know why the weight's off. Oh, we'll figure it out later. Like yeah. there's, there's so much at stake there financially. The hell with people's lives. Okay, yeah. they'll find other, they'll find other astronauts. But just financially, the the stakes are high. And so yeah, so I I had like I had issues with the depth of these characters in that not even Tony Collette's character was interesting to me yeah this has zero to do with her yeah i already know what she's capable of yeah there was nothing for her to work with the character itself yeah i mean she played the hell out of the part was so yeah boring there was nothing i don't know it's just that they had i had no interest in any of these characters where they came from what their lives were like there's Mm -hmm. no backstory there's nothing and i didn't care because it was just like eh. but 
So that I just felt like they were very one dimensional. I didn't really care for the way that the characters were written. Um, look, if there's if there's anything that like Silence of the Lambs has taught us is that like when blood drips from a ceiling compartment onto a pristine white area, you yeah. step aside. Okay? <laughs> you step aside. Yeah. You don't open said hatch and stand underneath it. That just wouldn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. And, and like, what I'll, are you thinking? This ceiling is bleeding. That's question number one, that you don't fucking get somebody else. That you're like, check this shit out. The ceiling's bleeding. No, you decide that you're going to open a compartment yeah. completely alone. And of course, he has to fall on her hands so that she has to. Now she's she's down for the count as yeah. somebody that can that can leave, even though I, I wouldn't think she could because she has to man the ship. I yeah. mean, she's the, the the El Capitan. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they can't really lose her anyway. Um, but just that whole, just the motive there was like, what the hell are you doing? Why would you open a ceiling yeah. that was bleeding? Like, yeah, I don't, I, I was still very unclear with how exactly this all happened. Why is he bleeding? Yes. And how the fuck how did he get up did there? He get and I understand, I understand that like maybe the, um, the, the way that it's set up, you know, like if it's, if he's, if he's working on the, if the ship is horizontal and that's how you walk on it but when it goes before it gets lifted off it's it's vertical and so then you kind of approach it differently it's fine but he seemed like he was actually stuffed in a compartment he didn't seem like he was in some area where you can just like yeah, walk around attempted and stuff. murder because then later on later on they're like working on the thing and it's just this where he was and it's just like this like how did how did he get i don't know like i just feel like because if he fell into that compartment, which is now locked below him, she he would have been able to, get, to come out she an had easier to get, way. Uh, a drill to screw right to open he it. He was in the. That's why I'm saying is that this. Were we watching mur someone try to murder an employee at yeah. the space station? Like, was this? Uh, I, I don't understand because yeah. it's like you know. My, get, my question is, who at this space station like literally sabotaged this mission or attempted to yeah. by by potentially murdering somebody because yeah. how the hell did he get up there yeah i mean quite honestly and i get and i get the fact if if you know they they wanted to tell the story and they wanted you to focus on um the 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 problem impossible you know and impossible right, no one's there's, doing there's that there's no way there's no way to for you for your mind to separate that every question i've seen online has been the same thing how the fuck did Michael? Yeah. Was it Michael? Yeah. How the like hell that. did he get into that yeah. compartment? Like everyone's asking the same question. And and how are you glazing over this? It yeah. felt like it felt like they wanted to make this movie, but couldn't figure out how they would get somebody into the spaceship without anybody else knowing. So they were like, we'll worry about it later. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, you no, th this is actually incredibly important. And I don't understand how not a single producer was like, excuse me. Well, hey. no, that, see, that's where I'm going with like, like this doesn't the, make the, sense, right? But that's what that's what I'm that's why I'm thinking that like maybe the director or somebody along the lines was like, look, this is the story I want to tell, and I want to tell a story about these characters, and I don't I don't want that to come in because that's not important. What's important is this this, this Homie, decision no, that's, that has, that's has to all be made. Several so that's that, like that all kinds sold, of important. Yeah, that gets sold to the producers, and then your no. film was made. But first or, of all, they had they or that was filmed, and they just. Cut Look, it out for if whatever this was reason. made for a million dollars, I'd be like, I might, might be willing to overlook this. Okay, they had a significant budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't overlook shit like that. You cannot. I could drive a space shuttle, if you will, through the holes in this story. There's no excuse for that when you have a budget like this, when you have set design like this, when you have this cast. Yeah. Why would you leave such a massive hole in the story? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like 
a potato chip factory could outperform the space station in safety measures. Yeah. All right. I think that if you walked into like the Lay's factory, there would be better safety measures than the space station has that a whole yeah. last person could be locked in a compartment. Nobody has nobody wondered where he went. None of the none of his co-workers were wondering where he went. Fellow engineers or whatever. Yeah, you could have explained that. It's not like we had to see that happen. You can explain all that sort of stuff and have, I don't know, you know, have have it be whatever. But yeah, it, it's it was very distracting to me. And and I think have it be that someone attempted to murder him. That would have been a bet. Like yeah. at least give me that to say. What do you remember? I remember being attacked. Yeah, that's it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Okay, so now the weight was off because he was in there. I'll I'll give you and that. And then you can you you can use that as a plot device, right? To kind of like, well, should we save this person because? You know, maybe someone tried to murder him because he's a bad person or maybe someone who tried to murder him because he was trying to do something right. And then now he's more altruistic and we should say, you know, so it's it's you can utilize that to to, you know, because I honestly what do you know about wanted the him to be bad because I was like, please give me some kind of explanation. Yeah, I was at, there, at one point we both were like, oh, there's going to be a sinister twist. There yeah. has to be because there's no way they're leaving this open like this. They're yeah. like, how are we not explaining this and going back to it? They just. I mean, they just hop, skipped, and jumped right yeah. over a massively huge question. Um, and like, so much so that I wanted the character to be bad because they had mentioned at one point that he was signing up for the next space yeah. shuttle. And I'm like, oh, did he did try, try to, to sneak on? Yeah, did then... he try to sneak on? Which, But then it's like, I mean, if you're smart enough to work, I think he was an engineer yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you have to be smart enough to know that you have a really low potential of surviving this, which yeah. is another thing that I'm going to get into. The fact that he survived takeoff without a suit on, bleeding out, yeah. his head wasn't protect protected. If you saw the shake and bake that was going on in that yeah. opening scene, I don't know how the hell this guy didn't get his head, head smashed into something. Or yeah. At the very least, be incredibly concussed because it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. Where did the gash come from? Did someone slice his stomach and then stuff him in a compartment? Did he slice his stomach shaking his way up out of into the atmosphere? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened here. Even um, if it was like some stupid thing like But like if, give me you, a bloodshot you, eye or if something. If you want if you want people to overlook the fact that fact of like how with the weight and all that sort of stuff then you have to give us something about like how this happened. You know, yeah. because if I'm on that ship, if I'm, you know, one of the astronauts, I'm going to be like what did this guy get on here? Who are yeah, you talking to? That's my to? main Ask them, question. That's my you know? main question. If I'm on that ship, is and, what? Who, what are your motives here? How did yeah. you? How did you? How is this even possible? Yeah. So. Um, okay. So. So. All right. But like I, outside, like I think the director did a really good job of building tension in a lot of moments. Um, you know, there's moments where they had to kind of get some more oxygen or whatever. Well, I was, and, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, let, okay. We're gonna go into the outside now. So that this but was all, all I the think issues all that inside the ship, and um, like. The 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 uh, the botany failure that took place there, like yeah. I mean, here well, here's it wasn't the design for that it was no, I know that, but to... it was, but it's just like how was he not able to figure something out? Like yeah. everything died at the same time, like yeah. epically, epically failed, like all in one shot. Um, okay, so now we're outside the space station. So they're like, all right, we need to get this extra oxygen. So they bring these other tanks or whatever the hell they're getting and. And they're, they're going to feed it through. I just want to address the first issue that I have with this. The fact that Anna Kendrick is the most athletic person on this ship is hilarious. Okay? Well, she's lighter. So she's I literally like three feet tall. She weighs 14 pounds. How the fuck 
is the entire success of this mission falling on the shoulders of somebody who's the size of a three-year-old. That is not working. That's not working. Like she's, she's a physician. Okay, fine. I'll pretend that I believe that. All right. I'll go with that. But it's like, you're telling me again, we're going into just how janky this space station is yeah. that it's like, I'm not height shaming her. Okay. I'm five two. So I'm not yeah. saying this as a tall person, but there's no way in hell that I'm going into space as the strongest person <laughs> on a ship. All right. Yeah. If I'm looking around the room and I'm like, you know what? I'm the only one who has any kind of stamina here. We're not doing this. Yeah. All right. I need somebody. Tell me you had an MMA background. You used to be a swimmer. <laughs> paraglider yeah. <laughs> fucking give me something okay if i am the strongest person on here we yeah. have got a problem so that right away was just like the fate of this is falling on anna kendrick's shoulders i don't believe that for one second yeah she's like grossly outperforming a character Daniel who, Kim, yeah. yeah who looked way m- more muscular than her and yeah. you know it's just like th- and this is a this is a climbing mission no yeah. less <laughs> so it's like yeah you're small and I get that you can have that stamina when you're small, absolutely, because there's less weight, but less weight also equates to having less muscle. Yeah. So she's not going to be able to do that if he can't do it at all. And he, like, epically failed at it. Yeah. So I don't see how the hell she was able to do he it. He couldn't even, like, get one way. He was dying. He was dying. And then she had to do it twice. Aren't you dying? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, she drops the container. It's yeah. probably because she weighs four pounds. And she would, her muscles were you. atrophied. Exactly. Yeah. So here's what I didn't understand also is that they are like, uh, I don't know, they're like vertically ziplining their way up to this tower. Nobody's tethered to shit. Rule number one in space, you are fucking tethered to everything. Isn't that the first yeah. rule in space? Yeah, it's the first rule when you go like, when you repair a bridge. So I would assume that I don't understand. Be, yeah. yeah, how do we not have like a seven thousand foot rope yeah. that we are tethered to here? Why would you? I mean, one wrong move. You're gone. That's yeah. it. And no one's able to come get you. So I was like, this is just stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, now we, we come down to the big dilemma at the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the big dilemma being, you know, that they don't have enough supplies for everybody to get there. Someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. And I don't know the actual logistics of when they found out if, if it was possible for them to turn around or stop or do something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, I, I don't know. I look, <laughs> I mean, it was obviously those, those decisions were obviously made in haste because then later on you found out like, oh, well, we're fucked because now we don't, now only two people can make it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like that the, the sacrifice, uh, that, that sacrifice at the end, right. Where she, she sacrifices herself. So she becomes the martyr of the ship. It was like, it had the emotional range of like a long-awaited breakup yeah you know where someone's like you know what we got to be honest with ourselves this isn't working out and the other person's like you're fucking right that was it that's all i got yeah so much so that when what actually happens at the end happened i was like oh wait it was a suicide mission i actually didn't get that it was a suicide mission because they were lax as fuck about it it just seemed like and yeah, then this and other guy, and then Michael, I, I want to call him Michael. I want to say it was that it was Michael. Yeah. Um, like, look, it, there's like, I want to not like your character now because if I wasn't supposed to be on this ship and I got here because of some stupid reason, whatever that reason is, because we don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let somebody else kill themselves. You had 
had the death pen. Yeah. You were ready to use the death pen. I think he should have been like, look, I'm going to use the death pen. And I understand she's like, he has a sister that's, yeah. you know, uh, she's di- she's disabled and she needs him and she doesn't have a family. And mm-hmm. so it's like she's going to go. And obviously, Tony Collette, they need someone to man the ship, yeah. woman the ship, so she can't go. Mm-hmm. So she was the only person who could sacrifice herself. I have a question. Why didn't you bring the death pen with you? Yeah. You're taking you're taking the act of a martyr way too far. Way too far when you're up in space waiting to die from radiation exposure when you could have just death penned yourself yeah. in the thigh and just fucking gotten it over with yeah. the second they got the oxygen that they needed. Like, why would you just sit there and be like, oh, I'm just going to wait to fry to death via gamma rays or whatever? Like, yeah. it just it was so like, don't I don't know. I I wanted to love this, but it was kind of a turd in a punch bowl for me. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I I don't know. I didn't hate watching it or anything. I didn't. I don't regret watching it. But there was. I didn't hate. Yeah, I, I, I feel didn't like, hate it. I but. feel like if they would have, for me, anyway, this is just for me. If they would have, if they would have, kind of like spent a little more. You know, if they spent a little more time on some certain areas, it could have been a much better film for me, and I would could have actually enjoyed it because of the uh, the things that were good about it. I felt like the cinematography was good for a Netflix film and you know the space stuff is always fun mm-hmm. and 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 the intrigue of like grading was like you know, nice all and that all stuff. lighting and everything but but it's just like it all comes down to story and if I'm not invested in the story then it's like I felt like the purpose of the whole film was get was to get to that ending. I was going to say that it felt like it was written backwards. We're like, all right, well, we have to do this. So in order for this to happen, then we have to make this happen and mm-hmm. versus like writing forward. That's, that's how it felt. It was There was not an organic flow to that, yeah. to their demise or to her demise. It seemed like the story was written in reverse and the whole focus was to get to a point where she had to sacrifice herself. And then yeah. the rest of it just sort of fell wayside. And yeah. it was just like, oh, let the chips fall where they may. We'll figure it out. And, and yeah. it wound up leaving the audience kind of like unsatisfied. It was just, yeah. it was just like, uh, okay. And I mean, first of all, you've lost your doctor on a two-year mission. Mm-hmm. I hope no one gets a fucking staph infection, UTI, yeah. ear infection, sinus infection, nothing. Yeah. I mean, Yeast not, infection, not, nothing. Not for, you get nothing. You yeah. cannot have anything because there's no doctor. And if I might, if I may add, you guys nearly fucking died 12 hours into this mission and you have two years to go. <laughs> yeah. You almost died, all of you, yeah. in 12 hours. We honestly expect for them to survive two years. Yeah. You couldn't even take off right. How are you going to make it two years? Why are there? Why, why aren't there extra... Suits on on a, on a ship. Yeah, extra Why? suits, extra extra oxygen. I mean, that's the big thing. I mean, you but know. oxygen is heavy. That's the those, th- that's the thing. I mean, the, this, don't get me wrong; those fucking suits are heavy as shit too. But it's just like, what if? Yeah, well, it's what obviously if it cracks or the, you break the. You know what I mean? Like, how do you not have an emergency? How does each person one of not those have tanks, two suits? One of those tanks that she got is enough for an entire person, enough air for an entire person for mm-hmm. two years, apparently, because it was two, and then if she got the tank, it was three. So it's like, how much does that weigh? I mean, come on. Well, in space, nothing, yeah. but apparently, but they are heavy. I mean, like those. No, but when she she was able to carry it and bring it back. So it's obviously, it's not like a thousand pounds or something, you know? Uh, here's the problem with that. And let, let, let's just like, we'll, we'll talk about logistics, <laughs> right? Here's the problem with that. 
at the hospital where I worked at the vet. Yeah. We had these tanks. We had the oxygen tanks there. Yeah. They would come and refill They're them. They're fucking heavy. They had to bring bring those things in on, on fucking yeah. hand trucks. They weigh a lot. Yeah. Anna Kendrick is not picking that up, all right? Yeah. The 300-pound guy who used to deliver those wasn't picking those up. Yeah. And, and, you know, wheeling it up a ramp. He had to wheel it up a ramp yeah, and, yeah. and down. Like, that. that's just not happening. So, yeah, they are heavy. In space, she could probably carry yeah, it. But, yeah, but, but once they had she, gravity once they got down to right, the bottom. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So when she got down to the bottom, I don't know how the hell they were managing no. that. I mean, the tanks at, at the office uh, were just about my height. So they were about maybe twice the size of what she was carrying. Mm. But they're still quite heavy. Yeah. They're still quite heavy, considering the fact that she's wearing, I don't know, that suit's got to be, what, like 50 pounds? Yeah, at least, probably, Those yeah. things. So how the, hell, how the hell was she carrying that? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I didn't hate it. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Despite how it might sound, I didn't hate it. I just had way too many questions yeah. to say that because I really enjoyed it. Because there was so much it. potential, but the, the things that were wrong with it were just glaringly wrong with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But otherwise, it was like whatever. Um, it's uh, So I, I know we're going to wrap up soon, but I just kind of want to blast through a couple things that I've watched um, to give my thoughts on it because I've I've – Finished up a couple shows and stuff that I really enjoyed. Um, I was actually going to review something else. but Oh, you were? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. <laughs> no. Go ahead. No, please. Ladies first. Do it. Well, do you want to end and, and just and save it for another time or? No, because we have a guest next week and then by then nobody's going to care. I mean, they might. No, I mean, nobody already, already cares. All right. Well, why don't you rattle off your shows? Then? Okay. Um, so I watched Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Oh, God, I can't know. And I, th- I actually thought that, look. I like a good YA, well, a bad YA uh, show. Mm-hmm. I'm into the YA stuff. I love it for whatever reason. You throw some some witches or aliens <laughs> or robots and something, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Um, I love that stuff. Don't know why, but whatever. So I lo- and I actually thought, even for what it was, I thought it it, it was done well. The visual effects were done well. Um, I didn't read the books or anything, but you know the story. It seemed like a good adaptation of of a book because they had character development and all this stuff. So I thought it was a really fun show and I'm glad I watched it. Um, did we talk about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Did we talk about that show? No, because I don't watch That it. was a great show. <laughs> so I love I'm that, present obviously. for it. Yeah. But I don't watch it. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. I love I that show. I will watch more scenes with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Like, if they keep her in there, yeah. then I'll, yeah, I'll have to in. watch that. She'll be in some other shows and movies or whatever. Um, but I have to say, I finished Invincible. Invincible. It's pro- invincible. That cartoon that? one. Oh, that's the right. animated one. It's a cartoon. I don't watch People that got really mad at me for, if I say cartoon. The animated. So I don't know. So here's the thing about Invincible. <laughs> it's probably the best uh, superhero anything ever. Oh, really? It's so good. No, it's it's not. But it's like top tier. It's better than anything DC's done, and it'll rival well, anything Marvel's done because you know. the character development. Look, I'm the type of person where, like, I was a little hesitant because when I see something animated, I just want to laugh. You know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that I watch that is animated is is to, is big supposed ma- to be big funny. Mouth, big mouth, Bob's ma- Burger. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. And so going into uh, with the mindset of it's uh, not it's not not like it's a drama, but just having a different kind of thing mm-hmm. for it, you know, um, was it took me like an episode to kind of get into it. But, man the the character development and and stuff that they do with the predicament that they put them in and just where they're willing to go with it all it was so good it's right. just so good yeah i'm i'm weird with i'm weird with animations it, yeah. It, it's yeah that's yeah. what i thought too and then but then i got into this and i was like oh man like this if is if it's good. not it's like funny 
uh, or Pixar. That's it. That's yeah, those yeah. are like like it, it's got to be funny or it has to make me want to crawl into a hole and die from sadness. Yeah. Uh, whilst laughing at the same time. My my biggest issue with Falcon and Winter Soldier though is his outfit because his whole head is covered and then his ears aren't and all I can think about is how fucking cold are his ears. <laughs> you know. It's just like if you think about putting on like a like in the in the winter or when it's cold down, you put like a like a hoodie on, like a not yeah. a hoodie, but like a and then but just having the ears stick out. Like how cold yeah, would they be? That weird Flying headache. through the air? No. No. You gotta fix that. <laughs> I do not accept. Yeah. Um so it it's a little, little bit of a long one because um I did want to talk about a show that we just finished and I was waiting for the whole thing to finish so that we could talk about it. Uh Made for Love. Mm. So sci fi ish. Yeah. Uh, not space movie, but still sci-fi-ish. And uh, so this had um, S.J. Clarkson was the director, Stephanie Lang and Althea Jones, all females. Althea. Althea, uh, all ladies. So that, that was pretty mm. cool. Uh, you don't see that all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, the writers, uh, Elisa Nutting, Kristen Milioti, Billy Magnuson, who... I freaking adore. Like yeah. I, he's he's he looks like he's such a douchebag. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he has that <laughs> he face, looks like but a you bro. know, like yeah, yeah he, he totally looks has like a bro. bro face. But um, um, yeah, he's super funny. Ray Romano, who I've watched, everybody loves Raymond. I did like that show, and but I really like Ray Romano as a serious actor, yeah. and it still feels weird to me when I hear him cursing yeah. or saying something <laughs> perverted. I'm like, oh my god, what is Raymond saying? Like, what yeah. are you doing right now? Um, has he played Zach Braff's dad yet? No, he probably should, though. Wow, I never thought of that. Uh, Noma, I want to say Dumizweni, and uh, Caleb Foote, who was like the the assistant. Yeah, he was really funny. And um, Dan uh, Beckendahl. Mm. Beckendahl? I want to say Beckendahl. Um, Okay, so uh, Billy Magnuson, Kristen Milioni and Billy Magnuson both have this uh, really, really... Oh, this is also an uh, HBO Max show. Um, They have this really amazing way of having a serious moment and just sort of injecting a bit of comedy into it. Yeah, they have a great chemistry together. Without forcing it at all. But even when they weren't together. Yeah, yeah. uh, One of the funniest scenes for me, I don't know why, of all of the scenes, was of him trying the beer for the first time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's just like... It's just that subtlety of Billy Magnuson is good. Like, he's, he's... Easily crept his way into yeah. into into the list. I think I want to see more of his work because we saw him in Game Night, mm-hmm. um, and I've seen him in something else. Um, but he just like he has he has the kind of smile that is sort of saccharine. Yeah, you know. So it's like you can't which matches the character, and I don't know, but but he always has that smile and everything. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's just his face, and so like you don't know if you can believe what he's saying or not. Um, and I thought that they did a really good job of, like, I want to refer to him as the villain, but I had compassion for him at the same time, which is weird. It was like a Gordo thing. that guy from Veep? No. Billy Magnuson. Magnuson. Like, I wanted to go like, oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But you'd kind of see him struggle through his motivation and you're like, he's just clueless and doesn't seem to know any better. He definitely had some... Some moments where you're like, that's fucked up. Yeah. But then he also had some moments where you're like, this guy doesn't get it at all. No, yeah. So then you have to question the motives of what he's doing that's fucked up. Is it is he doing it out of malice or is he doing it because he just doesn't know yeah. any better? My 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 takeaway from it was just that he 
wasn't very in touch with human emotion, obviously. And so he didn't seem to understand how to be in a functioning relationship. And he was a narcissist. So, mm -hmm. you know, you combine those things, not a fun person to be in a relationship with. Yeah. Um, and not to excuse the behaviors of narcissists, but yeah. just as the character, it was just like watching him outside of that. Um, and, you know, when he later was trying to adapt to things, just this just really subtle comedy that he added to the character that was yeah. so freaking good. And her... Yeah, it's easy to, like, take a character like that and go really broad and be yeah. like, oh, this is zany. But, mm -hmm. like, just the subtleties that yeah. it's way funnier to me. Yeah, I really liked that. And, and um, I love that it just fucking started. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. First second in, you're just like, what is happening? Like, I was already invested. And they're like half hour episodes. So it's really very easy to binge this. I think mm -hmm. they're like 30, 33 minutes, something like that. Very, very short. Mm -hmm. um, and just uh, just the way she went through that whole opening sort of, yeah. you know, and getting to the strip club. And yeah. uh, she just played that so well. She yeah. just played it so well. She did such a good job. And this is their second time. Oh, that's right. Because we saw them when they worked together in Black Mirror. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were in the Black Mirror episode together. So the USS whatever. Yeah, yeah. They have a really, really good chemistry, really good chemistry. And you needed that for these characters. Um, and then Ray Romano and his, you know, Weirdness, yeah. his, his, his love affair with a silicone type yeah. person. <laughs> I, I I had two issues with the show. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh oh. First of all, I thought it was hysterical. Loved watching it. Dying for season two, all that stuff. These issues aren't like huge that are ruining because it's a comedy, so it has a little more leeway in that regards. But in the in the first issue is my own personal thing. I'm just I, I'm just over tech billionaires being portrayed this way. Okay. You know, I just feel like this is such a, a stereotypical. I, I, and I understand it's a comedy, but I just wish it would have been there would have been a, another way to kind of portray that type of character. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, but do you know many billionaires that no, I don't. are savory but, people? N well, n not in terms, not so, not in terms of. I mean, you don't get not that in terms kind of, of not in terms of his actual character. I, I just mean in terms of how the tech. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like. Um, no, I loved what he did with the character, and and you know he's weird no, and doesn't yeah, get along and all that sort of stuff. But I just but... I don't know. I just feel like there's there's something more interesting out there. It just felt that aspect of the of the character, and that's more in the writing than the acting. Is I just wish that there was something a little something that something more there because it just felt so oh like I don't know. I guess because I've seen it, you watch the series like Upload or whatever, and and it just seems very common that they're kind of portrayed this way. You know, I think, yeah, I could see what you're, I could see what you're saying. I guess for me, it's just that like being a tech nerd is one thing, but being um, like a tech icon, you, you can't be a nice person. Like yeah. you can't get to that level of technology and care about other people. Like, I don't care who yeah, you are. You're not going to convince me that Steve that Jobs is like, a cool dude. Yeah, like, yeah. you there's know, there's always that thing of ass. like, Generally, if you're amazing at one thing, you're probably like in order to get that way, you have to be so focused on that. You have and, to sacrifice all yeah. relationships in your life to become that successful yeah, so and that rich. That was really. I mean, I what mean, what was the, the other thing? Uh, nothing really. Like that was that was <laughs> that was that was really it. You know, like I just I I wish that there was something a little more there. You know, that I could latch on to because I don't know. Am I supposed to love this guy? Am I supposed to hate this guy? Like I don't get it. It's a comedy. It's a dark, bit of a dark comedy, I would say even. But I don't know. I just I didn't know where I should stand with him. It was like you know, one minute he's funny and he's clueless, 
and almost endearing, and then the next minute he's like spying on her and I thought doing... he was going to be much worse. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I thought it was going to be much more sinister, and so what I actually liked about it was the fact that I was like, oh, he's. I mean, he's not like he's not a good person to be in a relationship with, and he clearly needs to work on himself. But it's not out of malice. It's just that he really is not in touch with human emotion, and he's become so invested in artificial relationship. Yeah. That that's all he knows, and he doesn't know how to deal with a genuine person and feeling, and so he he sort of um, approaches everything from a tech mindset, yeah, and has lost that connection. I guess um, the end I I did see coming a little bit once once he mentions her father when he yeah. once I was like oh wait I think I know what they're gonna do yeah but I wasn't like bummed out by that yeah it was just like okay I think I, I have a feeling that's what they're going to do. Um, but I did wonder, like, so are they supposed to continue this? I don't know. I hope so. I would assume so. Really? I don't know. I kind of hope they don't. I sort of really? liked the way they, I mean, I wanted to continue, but I sort of like the idea of it just ending there and just being like a limited series. She's tr- Oh, that was my, that was my other thing is that like, and look, I'm not at all the type of person to be like, you should have said something sooner, but it's like 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. That's a long ass time. Like, I don't know. I, I, I. I I don't know if I, I would have lasted that long. I think you know? that, well, I think the idea that the idea is that he sort of sucked her will to live. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I can see and that. after a while it is kind of all you know. And, you know, when she finally does get back home, I it's like officially announced the season it's two yet. Just as shitty as she remembered it being. Cause like, yeah, the world does have its flaws. And mm-hmm. so um the only thing I was like, what happened to the best friend? She kind of came in yeah, came and in then and just like out. fucking disappeared. And yeah. I liked her character. So I was yeah. like, oh, uh, why did they bring her back? Like, why wasn't she part of yeah. the mission, I guess? I wish she had they to had go get her of, kid and that was it. Yeah, she just disappeared. And I was like, oh, okay. That was weird. Would have liked a little bit more. It was weird to, I guess, introduce that character and then just sort of drop her. But yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe she had better shit to do. <laughs> she was like, listen, you got me for one episode. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I I actually thoroughly enjoyed this. I really really liked this um, this show. Mm-hmm. It kind of had a Black Mirror feel to it, uh, like, like a more lighthearted sort of Black Mirror ish kind of thing going yeah. on. So I really liked it, and I I part of me wants there to be a second season, and then part yeah. of me doesn't. Because mm. if it's going to be as hectic, I don't know how much of that I could take. There was well, a lot going on all yeah, the time. So it certainly is not. Like an expensive show, short episodes and stuff, you know. Yeah. So I'm I kind of sure hope they leave it. I fe- mm. I felt like it ended. Yeah. She sort of made her choice and had to weigh out. You know, I have yeah. to also hope that she did have some love for him. Otherwise, at the end, she literally just went well, that, right and back that was into the other, it. That was the other thing too. Is that for was, the sake of her father? You know, from a character perspective, is like you have these moments where it's like he doesn't know how to drink a beer, but he was able to woo her on the date and 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 talk to her like a normal person because he's quite well, that's charming all, when that's he, all business though yeah i guess because he's quite charming when he like picks her up and then they go on the date and yeah when and you go to stuff. fucking rome when you go to virtual rome i want to go Plus to we got to find rome. out what happens in the meadow cube you know with those they're stuck in there still yeah those two. yeah i don't know yeah that's right they never mm. got out that's right well that sucks <laughs> i know that the the assistant was like so maybe he let him out or maybe he will in season two. I don't he know. He was really funny, that character, too. Yeah. It was really funny. Just that that un, unwitting, like... Oh, that smells fantastic. What is that? Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I 
put that in there. The writing was just brilliant. I just yeah. absolutely loved. Yeah, very quick-witted show. Man, yeah. that writing was great. I hope I hope one day to be even close to that effective of a writer. It's just it's like when you have that subtle comedy, it's just like it's just it's so good. It's so yeah. good. So I I definitely recommend that. Um, so next week, uh, we without jinxing, we can confirm um, we are going to be talking to Shane Stanley, uh, who has all kinds of cool information and you could look them up on YouTube. There's a lot of videos where he gives all sorts of freaking useful advice. If mm -hmm. you're an independent filmmaker, he also has a book that's out. Mm -hmm. So if you want to catch that before you catch the episode, you can catch up on that. I think it's uh, what they don't teach you in film school. I think yeah. it's called Shane Stanley is his name. Yeah. Just Google like, him. You'll find all his stuff. You'll find all of his stuff. He's got plenty of stuff out there and um, we're going to Google him. Google him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, so that was, uh, the, the Google equivalent on Made for Love was Google. And I was like, they didn't even really try, try on yeah. that, huh? Uh, they were just very, very transparent about what we're doing here. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so uh, we're going to have Shane on the, on the show next week. So we're really excited for that because um, he is a wealth, he has a wealth of information. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, shout outs. To MoGraph. To MoGraph. And uh, if you have any works and things that you want us to see, um, we do. I, I have a list. There's we have people that have emailed us, and I and I have a list of people. And I I know I said I'd watch your stuff, and we will. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we'll be getting back to people, and then you know we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, we will. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.